What's the deal? What's the deal, man? Probably taking the podcast. We back in this bitch. Anthony Davis then went down. It's all ugly for your boy LeBron James and the Lakers, man. I'm bringing the homies. You know, we got to get straight to that. Because it looks like it, you, you thought last year was the year for the Clippers to win. But with an injured Anthony Davis. And and with uh, who was that? Durant and them. They not looking too good over there in New Jersey, man. So I feel like the Clippers got a green light for this championship, man. I'm bringing the homies. What's the deal, folks? What's what the deal? Up, what, what up? Shit, shit, shit. So I know y'all heard about this Anthony Davis Achilles hamstring injury because that's what they said with Kevin Durant. They said it was his hamstring. He came back and Achilles gone. Achilles ruptured. So how do y'all feel about this Anthony Davis shit, man? Do y'all think this injury is significant? And if so, is, is it over for the Lakers this year? I want Alvin to go first. Alvin, Alvin, let's hear this Laker fan, man. Man, we ain't worried about this at all. If it's if it's if it's the hamstring, if it's the calf, it don't really it don't really matter. He has enough. He has enough time to rehab to get to at least ninety percent before the play before the playoffs. We're not worried. We're not worried at all about regular season. We're not worried. We're not worried at all about placement. We're worried about LeBron being at the peak of his game. Anthony Davis being at the peak of his game. And the supporting cast this year. This year. That's better than it was last year. And that's all I got to say about it. I say so. I got a quick question about that. So last year, the playoffs were in the bubble, so playoff seeding didn't matter. But this year. I don't think the playoffs are going to be in the bubble, buddy. So, if y'all going to have to travel, mm, it's looking real ugly for you guys, bro. What are you talking y'all not, about? Y'all, y'all not going to get away the with the seeding because have, of bubble. We have the best world record in the NBA. Okay, so Anthony Davis. Okay, let me ask you a question. So, Anthony Davis misses a month, comes back after All-Star Week. Even if he comes back for that month and a half for the rest of the season. Is he a hundred percent? Yes, he will. So when is he? When is he a hundred percent? The second round of the playoffs? The third round of the playoffs? The championship is when he's going to be a hundred percent healthy. Anthony Davis will not be a hundred percent for the rest of this season. Do you think that that is enough to win? They don't have Anthony, uh, They don't have Javale McGee. They don't have Dwight Howard that could spell him. They got rid of all, Mark Gasol. Cannot play the minutes. Understood. What are you guys going to do? We also have we also a lot, have of, free a lot time of free time before the, before the free agency, free agency is over. You got players, got players with, contracts with contracts that we could buy out. We could buy pick, up. pick up. We could pick we up could Andrew, Andrew Drummond if, if we wanted to. If we really, wanted, we really to. wanted to. We got the money. We got the money. We do. We do. But is he worth it in the long run? No. No. But the fact that we could, you know, that's not You also got to remember... The G, the G League is going, League on, is right going now on right now in Buffalo and Tampa. And you got players, and you got players going to be available, available that we can pull and bring on. bring on. People like Michael Beasley, Beasley, people, people that who have to play, play, you know, you know high-level high basketball, basketball and that's right for that's playoffs, playoffs, not necessarily right for regular season. Right. Right. It, it sounds good. Hold on. We got we got a, a, a rare occurrence, man. Miss Cherie, man. 
She's back. In effect, man, how you been, man? It's been a while. Hey, hey, hey. We good, we good, man. Excited to have you back, man. Excited for the for the things we got coming in the future, man. You already know. But but we're talking about right now, uh, Anthony Davis being injured with the Lakers. And and does that hurt the Lakers' chance to win a championship? So Ronnie, chime in, chime in. Let us let's hear what you say. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? Alvin sounds like sounds like the average. Check this out. Check this out. The Achilles tendon. There's no rehabbing in injured injury. Once that mug is bothered, the Achilles tendon has a high percent fully tearing. Now, now, just as Golden State captain, in his injury, that was an Achilles injury the whole time. The whole time. With his, Achilles, With his Achilles, let's say he does, sit, he out does sit out a month. Is that is that repair? Repair damage that's already damage that's already No, no. Is that repair? That's, that's done to the Achilles. That's done to the mind. To the mind. When your when your up? No, no. We're gonna see. We're gonna see this so-called Goldiaws. Service is real bad, or yeah, man. We're gonna come back I'll to finish, you. I'll finish, I'll finish what, he what he said. He basically was saying LeBron has to go through the, the wild, 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 wild west, just like they just did like this they last, did this last you know, couple, you know, couple months, months ago in the, bubble. in the bubble. And, and you know, quiet all the, the, the haters who don't believe that's what you call it. Yeah, I mean, come on now, over a million dollars a year, this man is spending on his body, okay? But, but. But, but even spending over a hundred, uh, over a million dollars on his body, do you think that he's going to be able to play the 42, 40 plus minutes that it's going to take if Anthony Davis is not a hundred percent? When you think that he can do forty plus, you think that he could do forty plus for the entirety of the playoffs to win a championship while traveling? Because you're not in the bubble, so that was a blessing for LeBron that he didn't have to travel at his age. But travel, you add that on top of but, that, man. That man know, is not going to be rested. I won't He's lie, not, to lie to you. Ages. They, they added that. But look, but look they, they added that all-star all game, game, game after they after agreed they to not have not have it at the season. The season. There's a strong There's possibility, a strong possibility they, put they put the playoff, the playoff team plus the little the little playoff playing games. They filled them right back in the bubble in Tampa. Move the G-Leaguers out, and if they make it, you know, they get picked up, they get picked up. But they don't, but they don't seem to have this have whole, this whole like, we're really going to bring back fans. fans. If they don't bring, they back, don't bring fans, back fans, there's no reason to have them in their home arenas. They might as well put them back in the bubble. I agree with that. And it's looking like that might happen. Because you know they didn't lose any endorsements, and they got a lot of 
television, uh, television uh, ratings, ratings they, they went up. They went up. Because it was easier for everyone to watch games. Because it was like college. You had three, you four had games, three on, the games same on the same channel. Every day. Every day. What you, what you think, yeah? What you think? Um, if he and left with his Achilles, he's out. He's out with the year. He's done. He's done. That's facts because you're talking to a guy that just ruptured his Achilles. So I know how it would go. When you rupture your Achilles, if you get surgery, you're out for six months. There's no way around it. So if you rupture your Achilles, there is no way around it. Now, now, if he didn't if he rupture his Achilles, Achilles and a nagging, a nagging injury, injury, a 70, 70 75, 75 Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis is still is better still than better half of them. And I hate, and I hate the Lakers. Um, um, he's still I get better it, I get so, so, so the the Lakers got no chance, man. But I want to move on to the to the All Star game since you brought that up. So the Atlanta mayor is putting out messages urging people not to come in town for the All Star weekend. So if why are you even having the game if people can't partake in the festivities? Because All Star weekend was never about the All Star game. It was never about the dunk contest. It was about the party. It was about the atmosphere. It was about the 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 energy that comes into the town with with all the all star superstars coming into one city. So if that's not the case and it's not going to be this big ass party, why is the NBA pressing so hard to make them play an all star game? That has that a lot. Has a lot. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so just like, just like, well, they're not gonna, they're not gonna come home because they have, they have the crowd there. Um, even though, though, things rain, I don't, I don't encourage her to come to the public But some money, I just want, want to going to in the kind of possibility of the super spreader party. A lot of people are in Atlanta regardless of the um they actually had a they recently I think over the summer as a matter of fact they showed a lot of parties, a lot of nightclubs, underground clubs that popped up that had um a lot of people there. So I think with the all star game she probably just doesn't want the stigma of having the another like huge party down there with all these people with the possibility of a lot of people contracting Corona and um, bringing it back home, something like that. That's the only thought I can have for um, discouraging people traveling there. Cause trust me, she don't want to turn down that revenue. I don't think nobody right. wants to turn down that revenue right now, man. Right. I think it has something to do with conspiring to get uh, the NBA players vaccinated because I don't know if you guys noticed that like they've had um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they've had Bill Russell, they've had a few other old players that's been um, like encouraging people to get vaccinated, but they're not being sponsored by the NBA. Like they're not NBA Cares commercials or anything like that. It's like they're 
spokespeople for whatever brand that is endorsing that type of COVID-19 vaccination uh, vaccine or whatever. But they've been talking about a lot, like First Take, um, Undisputed, all those different shows like on Fox and ESPN about how from the national anthem to the vaccinations, like they're trying to decide whether or not they're going to give the players the opportunity to make the decision on their own because, you know, it's not something that they talked about, you know, ever when it came to like the player association or any of the the uh, restrictions, I guess, players have to be able to play in the game or whatever because no other sport right now is is talking about getting uh, vaccinated as much as the NBA players are. So you know, you send them, you send them all to Atlanta. You give them the opportunity to go play the game and also get the party. Then when they come back, it's like, oh well, we've had fifty percent of the of the All Stars test positive for COVID. We definitely have to do something now because now you can't even have games with any of those players for what two weeks after All Star. That could be that, catastrophic and, to their records. And that's my whole point is that is. Uh, you go out there and you do this, and it's a COVID outbreak in the league. Then you're basically bringing a halt to your own season for All Star mm-hmm. games, in which people aren't going to really participate in a natural manner. So I don't, it's, it's the risk versus the reward is is something that's crazy. Like I think that they must be tied up in these contracts, and they're probably going to have to give some money back or do something if they didn't have an All Star game, and they like nope. We're going to do it it's, by any means because we ain't going to pay that. If you think about it, it's the way the, uh, the endorsements are set up now. If you look at it, you got Nike and Jordan, and then you got whatever the team's like major endorser. You don't even have the NBA logo anywhere on the front of the jerseys anymore. It's like the, the first or second time in history that you have a professional team. You know what I'm saying? Like even with your Cleveland Browns jersey, you see the Browns. You know what I'm saying? You see the team represented. You have the Lakers, for example. And you got Wish on one side, or you got the Laker, I mean the Nike or the Jordan symbol on the other side. So they gotta they gotta pay out, they gotta make sure the all-star game happens so they can they can get the uh the endorsers can get their money's worth. You know what I mean? Like if they don't get these people to come in and, and pay all this extra money to watch the all-star game, to the pay for those cutouts in the seats, like you're literally not getting any money back. Like any money back, and then they become in debt. So what up, y'all? What's your thoughts? I just don't see why they just can't put fans in the stands. I just, I don't get it. I mean, for the Super Bowl, there's fans at the Super Bowl. You know, you watch college games. They got fans in, in but, but that's But that's a stadium. The stadium is, is open roof, so it's technically still outside. With the NBA, it's indoors. They would have to move it. To outdoor courts, and no team in the league has an outdoor court. Not even their practice facilities are outdoor courts. So they're, they're saying that it's airborne, and with all these people inside, the virus floats around because people that are contagious are leaving their their antibodies or whatever in the air. So that's the difference between basketball and football is that football is in the stadium. And that's why they can have people because it's outside. Then why you gotta wear a mask? <laughs> I can never explain the mask thing. They said, <laughs> that actually, 
Dr. Fauci said that you're supposed to be wearing two masks now. Right. Man, this dude is whatever. Every week. Uh, and don't forget, it's supposed to fit correctly, both of them. Uh-huh. I, I'll get off the mask. Um, <laughs> I got a, I guess I got a little conspiracy uh, that came to my head. Uh, like how you guys said about the NBA's pushing vaccines and everything of that nature. This is my own conspiracy that just came to my head right now. But NBA's pushing vaccines. Who are the main people that watch the NBA? Us black people are the main people that watch the NBA. They want to pump you with a vaccine, put the virus in you, and kill you all. Um, not far from it. They definitely want more black people um, to get it now. The problem I have with that, just kind of jump off your conspiracy theory, is that they want the vaccine more widely available in our neighborhood, but we still don't have medical care widely available in our area. So, I mean, maybe it, it would be a bit more believable if they, you know, put that in at the same time, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know why they, um, I don't, I don't, the All-Star game, first of all, they don't even get the dunk contest right anymore. So, who cares about everything else? They can't even get the dunk contest right. I know the dunk. The dunk contest ain't been uh, tight since Blake Griffin won the nah. dunk contest. Don't no, know exactly. We got Blake, Blake, man. Yeah, Blake, exactly. they, they trying to buy him out in Detroit, man. Detroit, they looking for a home for Blake Griffin. He ain't dunking no more. He just shooting jump shots and threes. Three. He, he looks so uninterested. They saying that his talent is gone. But I believe he just don't want to play in Detroit. He ain't finna risk getting himself injured no more. He go, yeah, he, he yeah. want to get out of there. So he jump shooting. I ain't dunking on shit and, and jumping everywhere and going to get injured. You know, his pay, he already paid. He already made his money. He's just trying to get his way up out of there. So, Ronnie, let's let's hear you, man. Where do you think Blake should go? If they buy him out and he a free agent like they did with, with Melo in New York, where do you think that Blake should go? Blake Griffin is a bum. Straight <laughs> up. I mean, it don't matter. He had his time already, man. He's done. He can't dunk anymore. He can't do all that high rising shit. He's shooting a lot of threes, but not making a lot of threes. Blake Griffin is done. Blake Griffin needs to try to become a role, a bench player on some team and just try to coattail him in the ring because the Blake Griffin days have been over. It's over for that man. Uh, he sucks. Uh, he needs to go ahead and try to get a, a, a free ring like Tracy McGrady tried with the Spurs when they lost to the Heat. He needs to go, like Caleb said, he made his bread. Go ahead and become a role player off the bench, average eight points a game, and coach <laughs> the rest of your career because he never developed his game. He never got a shot. He never got anything else other than those dunks. So that guy is a certified bum. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I got to go against Ronnie. Just like he said that Tom Brady wasn't going to win that set of championship. I waited two weeks to tell you you were wrong. I was right. But um, I believe Blake, <laughs> I believe Blake Griffin is bad as it sounds. His best fit would actually be with the Clippers because he would be a good defense and offensive or uh, uh, power forward because Nicholas Batum really is just a shooter. And he really can't bang down low with the big men. But I think Blake Griffin has been Blake Griffin has been Gordon Hayward 
since before Gordon Hayward went to uh to the Charlotte Hornets. Like everybody said that, oh yeah, you know, he was great while he was with Boston and he just couldn't vibe with uh, Kyrie. He just didn't vibe in Boston at all. And now he's with Charlotte and it's a different system and he's showing he still got it. You give Blake Griffin an opportunity to play with any other team. I, I, I kid you not, I don't even think it would matter who at this point. You give him an opportunity to contend for some playoff wins or maybe even a potential championship, he'll at least give you 15, eight, you know what I'm saying? 15 points, maybe eight rebounds, you know, maybe 1.2 blocks. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a certified bum yet, Ronnie. Like, he's still got it. He's not even 30 yet. I mean, well, he is 30. But he's not 35. You know what I mean? And he's big. Like, he was Zion before Zion, kind of. And he hasn't had that type of season for so long. That's possible he's still got something left in the tank. I mean, look at D. Rose with New York right now. He went home. It looks like he knows what he's doing. Where in Detroit, they were just using him to fill seats. See, but D. Rose, but D. Rose is playing twelve to eighteen minutes a game. Whoa! Do you look at D. at Blake Griffin going somewhere and in like like the White Howard was for the Lakers last year and playing? 12 15 minutes a game and, and yeah if it's a if it's a championship contender like you think about it if right now the lakers could pick up blake right if it wasn't for his crazy ass contract i'm pretty sure the lakers would pick him up i mean you got to think into like the type of potential they have and then if they're willing to buy into your system because i feel like blake still has enough like he could still run a high pick and roll he can still hit a 15-footer. We don't really need him to shoot no threes. Um, his free throw percentage has gotten a little bit better. And if he is cut down to, like, say, 15 to 20 minutes a game, I'm pretty sure with a fresh Blake Griffin for 15 to 20 minutes, he's going to force you to give him 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to try to earn his stripes, make sure people are still buying his jersey. I mean, he's still a Jordan brand player. So, you know, Jordan's on his head about selling his shoes. <laughs> Sorry, just talking so, about that. You know, I, I think that, like, he's not he's not a bum yet, Ronnie. He's not a bum yet. He's just washed at the moment. What you think, y'all? I, I don't think he's a – he's a bum. Um, I think that he needs to go into the right system. I think he needs to go from the starting role and do a D-Rose and go off the bench because – uh, if you do that, you might get a Blake Griffin. Okay, for example, 2000 and Blake Griffin's been with freaking Detroit for like four years now. Like he's been on Detroit for a while. So I think this year he's just frustrated. You see him ripping off his jersey, hitting the um, hitting the uh, chairs and stuff like that because. He knows Detroit ain't going nowhere. Detroit's been in a rebuild mode since he got there. And, you know, and Detroit's not making smart moves. I mean, there was a rumor that the Lakers don't know if the rumor's true or not. Lakers was going to give up Kyle Kuzma for Derrick Rose. And mm -hmm. Detroit didn't want to, and Detroit didn't want to do that trade. So obviously, you know, you ain't really trying to rebuild besides going through the draft. Blake Griffin knows that. Blake Griffin, 2018, 2019 season, Blake Griffin actually averaged 24 points a game. 
Last year, he averaged about 18, 15, 18. No, mm-hmm. like 18 this year, last year. And then this year, he's like 15. So mm-hmm. he can still do something off the bench if I would say go somewhere is you either put them on your Clippers or if Anthony Davis is out, there goes your backup. He's the best backup. He's He'll be a better backup than um, freaking McGee. And when they played the Lakers, only time you've seen Blake Griffin play this year is when he's playing big-name teams. Why? Because he's trying to get out. Like, yo, I still got something in the tank. I think he dropped like 25, 30 when they played the Lakers last time. That was only because he's like, Lakers, look at me. Please trade me. Somebody get me. But I don't think he's washed up. I just think he needs to do what a lot of these other superstars had to do, like Derrick Rose, Dwight Howard, and come off the bench. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't know, man. Blake Griffin, I still think he got something in the tank, man. I just think that he in a bad position right now. And when he get to a new team, you're going to see. You're going to see for sure. Tell him to come to New York, baby. Tell him to come to New York with D. Rose. Let's let's go. Some some positive news, though. You know, we can't always be negative. So, Fenty Beauty has been assessed for being worth more than $3 billion. So, Rihanna has took this Fenty Beauty line, and she is the first black woman with a cosmetic line worth a billion dollars in the world. Worth three billion dollars, Fenty Beauty, man. That, clap it up, man. So, how do y'all feel about that, Miss Cherie? Let me let me hear you. Of course, start with me. <laughs> Not to mention, I do have a makeup bag full of her stuff. So, um, the reason why she got to that billion dollars is because, well, most people initially bought her stuff because, of course, the celebrity that I always get some initial sales. Um, but her products are really quality. They're really good. Um, her lipsticks and lip glosses. I'm a big, I'm normally a big lip color girl. Her, they're great. Her makeup's good, perfect coverage and everything. She's very select on what she releases. So she's not trying to do everything at the same time. She has perfected certain things over time. And then she rolled out Fenty skincare, which has also started off with like huge acclaim as well. And I have that too. Um, so it, 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 it's been a well-earned billion dollars for that company. That That's one company I don't have to question. And being black owned is tremendous because, you know, we really are hard on our own, um, people normally. So her stuff is quality. It, it, nobody could really say anything negative about it. So just the the whole Fenty brand as a whole has been taking fire. I wasn't a real big fan of the, the the fashion show that she just did, but it was critically acclaimed. Everybody loved it. It they, it was supposed to be acclaimed as some big creative gesture, you know, where they're taking clothes and they're and they're, they're turning it into content. Like everything is becoming content at this point, you know. And if you don't have content with your brand, then you're left in the past, you know, and that's just the reality. Everybody needs content. If it's just a five second video that you repost every 30 days on your Instagram, 
and you have to have some type of content to exist as a business in this new uh era but as far as being a, a black woman and, and taking it to where she took it you know especially when she signed with puma when she signed with puma it wasn't you know it wasn't a popular thing now jay-z meek mill you know nipsey had the deal it was a whole lot of it's a whole lot of hip hoppers that are signing with Puma and Puma is doing their shit, man. And then when you look at places like Under Armour and then you look at, you know, how Nike's and Jordan have had their reign for so long, then their reign is coming to an end. You know, as far as on on court, on field, we grew up wearing Nike, but you seen all these kids, they hooping in Under Armour. They, they playing football in Under Armour. So we may look at it like, oh, no, nah, I ain't wearing no damn Under Armour. But these kids love Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? When you got Kawhi Leonard going out and getting a deal with New Balance, it's like the game has changed, man. And, and it's wide open. And that's why Rihanna has the, the opening to do what she did. You know, everybody was was uh, raving about Kyler Jen Kylie Jenner when she did her little whole little lip kits and she raised her shit to a billion dollars. But, but Riri has jumped past her, man. So I salute that, man. Jay-Z and, and Rock Nation over there, man. They know what they're doing, man. Well, Kylie, uh, it turned out Kylie's uh, earnings were, people didn't big up her billion because it, it was rumored that it wasn't even correct because they overstated her earnings. So they basically right. lied. So yep. she paid some people to say that she made it. And plus her products were horrible. So they they really didn't sell like that. So it, it's kind of apples and oranges when it comes to that. Um, but just to speak to when you were speaking about uh, the shoes and things like that, uh, when it comes to Under Armour and stuff, you're stating that Under Armour, they're playing that on the courts and stuff. So I wouldn't say Jordans have um, been phased out jordans now have become more synonymous with streetwear so it's mm -hmm. been more repurposed because now it's more of a piece of fashion than it is um sport utility so the repurposing is just different so and as you notice it always starts off with an athlete and they're using it for the court or wherever they play and then it transitions into the streetwear now it becomes part of that hip-hop fashion that we need so it all starts there, but it, it just gets repurposed and it depends on whether or not it fits. Now, I can't see a pair of Steve Curry's as being a part of my wardrobe, but, you know, some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So another thing that's been going crazy today, man, I usually don't tap into the gossip and bullshit, but I found this one real interesting, man, because I'm a little Boosie fan. So a little Boosie can. Oh, yeah. Lil Boosie came out talking about Lori Harvey, talking about, you know, um, I guess Mike, she's dating Michael B. Jordan now. And I guess Michael B. Jordan rented out the aquarium and did some grand gesture for her for Valentine's Day. And now all the girls are saying, oh, yeah, Lori Harvey, that's goals. We want to be like her. That's goals. And Lil Boosie came out saying she's been with seven, eight niggas in the industry in a less than a year and a half and the last year we've been in COVID. And so you through a quarantine you've been with eight niggas. So if you if we wasn't in quarantine, you'll know we'd probably be in the dubs. You'd probably be 20 niggas in in the last couple of years. And he's just saying like, you know what? 
you know that that is not that's not goals but then his he, he the statement that was was weird to me that i wanted to talk about was what he said was you guys rave larry harvey the one that you know keep dating multiple dudes in the in the industry but then y'all dog out the girls that be with these celebrities and they get cheated on or they man do something dirty and then they stay with them then y'all dog them out as if they stupid for staying with they one man but then you see these ones jumping through all these dudes in the industry and they rave them they're like what what, what where is the standard at like how do y'all feel about this <laughs> man i'm jumping in i'm jumping in on this one because first of all they also have showed the pictures of steve harvey when he was younger and michael b jordan now with his thick mustache and how they look very similar where they were you know also talking about how she's dating somebody that looks a lot like her dad i think it's like it's not even just the double standard of women dating a bunch of men and then you know like, oh well if a guy did it he's a player it's more or less the fact that like she's not having a kid with none of them i think that's the thing that females not females but no disrespect but the women who are looking at her saying she's goals is the fact that she's picking and choosing which celebrity she messes with and then she's not getting trapped by them they're looking like they're you know flexing for instagram by buying her all these different gifts trying to make it like you know they're going to be the one that gets to you know you know basically bag her or trap her or you know wife her up or whatever where she looks like she's just epic and also i don't know if i'm right or not i guess she hasn't had any type of plastic surgery or any enhancements so it's like some women are looking at her like i'm just trying to i'm just trying to like enjoy my life and 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 sleep with the hottest looking men in the world so that's where she's gold but then what boosie said that's why i want to go first on it i'm loving what boosie said because that's trash like most men have cheated in one way or another and i can't say most women have but women have done things that i guess they know that they're guilty of that might have led their men to cheating or might have led their relationships not to work out everybody's guilty in one way or another but there's never been a case where a man could do exactly what Lori Harvey's doing, what, what she's doing, and not be reprimanded and have his name ran through the mud, period. Like, look at Future, look at all of his baby mamas, look at all that bull, and yet everybody's still buying his music and acting like he's one of the best rappers ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, you know, it's always a double standard, but the way she gets down, that's not goals. That's, like, new age thoughthood. Well, this is where I bet you differ as a woman because the difference is with women, the reason why we're saying that's goals and the reason why we dog out so many women for being loyal to cheaters and then continuously crying and wondering uh, why do you keep doing this to me? It's like, no, we're advocating leaving early and often rather than enduring pain that's going to keep happening because the longer you stay, the longer you're going to keep dealing with the same stuff because as much as you stay with a guy, the more you forgive. Some guys just really think that, okay, she's okay with this behavior because she's taking it again. And it's like, no, um, really what's going on is um, that person loved them and was hoping for the best and they're still trying to do whatever they want. So in Lori Harvey's case, we see a woman who is dating and all we see are pictures on Instagram. We don't know if she's actually sleeping with these guys because to be honest, sometimes we know guys call other guys simps all the time. Some guys mm -hmm. will sit up and spend all these lavish, um, 
all this money on lavish gifts and have it hit. Let's be clear. You're right. And there's no that does so just because they buy her gifts, take her on trips doesn't mean they've actually hit. She could be sitting somewhere be like, no, you still can't get any. So um that's the other assumption. And, and it's always the same assumption with every guy who interprets. They're like, oh, she's smashing all these dudes. No one knows if she's smashing these dudes because no one's speaking on the nature of the relationship. Just because you hugged up on a picture doesn't mean anything. I could be hugged up with somebody and, and never have kissed them so much as on the cheek. It doesn't mean anything. Um, and the other thing is I see her as a woman who is dating. So that means she's dating these guys, getting to know them. And when she sees some fuck shit, basically she's gone. She ain't dealing with that. So she gone, she moving to the next. So yeah, she might have dated a future. She, she the rumor is she, well, not so much a rumor. She was spotted with Diddy's son. Then she was with Diddy. And then she was over here. So maybe she, she was with Trey yeah, Song. That, yeah. was, that was the one part that most people had a problem with. Um, with her, that's when everybody really had a problem. Was when mm -hmm. she was with Diddy's son and then moved on to Diddy. And both of those were short lived. Um, and no one really knows the nature of any of that. At the time, once again, you see her with Diddy's son, then you see her with Diddy. Um, so it, 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 all of that is strange. All of that is hearsay. We're looking at pictures coming up with entire stories about this woman. And we don't really know what the nature of her relationship with these guys are. The only thing I can say is whatever's going on with her and Michael B. Jordan seems to be a little more serious. Um, because normally there's a two Instagram post max. Next thing you know, you see it with another dude. So, so far, this has been lasting longer to me. But yeah, that's the reason why she's gold. She's just this woman dating. She sees something she don't like. She's on to the next, trying to find okay. a match. That's so, it. So this this reminds me of India Love. So you, if you remember mm. India Love from the Westbrooks, she, mm -hmm. she, she, got, she was dating a game. A video came out, game finger popping her in, in the park. In the middle of the day, next thing you know, she was with Rick Ross. Next thing you know, she was with ten rappers. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, it's just it's not really what Lori Harvey's doing, but the people that have done these things before you, stamped as hoes. They're certified. So your your actions and your behavior show us that you're headed down the road of all these other hoes that are headed down that road. So it's like a drug dealer. If I start selling drugs, I might sell drugs different. I might be Tariq St. Patrick selling drugs through an application. But you're going to look at me and think, hey, he's going to end up just like the rest of the, uh, the drug dealers because that's the road that you're headed. So you can look at it and you can say it's empowerment, but history shows that, hey, man, birds of a feather flock together. She's a bird. <coughs> The only other thing I got to say on that is the difference between the other young lady and Lori. The they both, they, they both, both had, were nothing. They didn't have no, India Love didn't have no talent. She didn't have nothing. She was just a pretty face. What is Lori Harvey? What does she do? A pretty face. She has no talent. She doesn't act. She doesn't sing. She doesn't rap. She doesn't do anything. She's just an industry girl, a pretty face. That's why I put them in the same, because you're not in the industry for no reason. You're a pretty face that got a dad that's in the industry. Right. You don't have a specific lane. You don't have a talent. You're just a pretty face. That's why I lump her over there with India Love, even though they're not the same. They're the same to me because you don't do anything. 
If you were a rapper, I will put you with the rappers. If you were a singer, I'll put you with the singers. You're just a pretty face, so you go with the rest of the Instagram models, the Instagram models, and other pretty faces, because that's what they are. You get grouped in there, whether you like it or not. Well, she's like a child or stepchild, rather, of a celebrity. So that she has a little more in than mm -hmm. this other person, I guess. But the only difference is, like you said, um, were there actual rumors of this India Love girl actually sleeping with other um, guys? The game, we never knew that she slept with any of these guys. The video came out, she was getting finger popped by a game. That doesn't even mean that game hit. Right. He might have just fingered her right there, and that could have been it. We don't know if it even game hit. So, but we, you came out, you was with game. Game ain't finger popping you for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Lori Hart. When she came out, maybe, you know, but Diddy Trey ain't taking her on the yacht for no reason. You when know what I'm saying? Diddy was talking about marrying her. And, and Diddy hit everything moving. The future hey. hitting everything moving. You re you remember that, Caleb? When when Meek Mills first came out of jail and Champions, oh my gosh, and Champions had dropped. He said, uh, he said, sorry, Trey, but I want Lori Harvey on my uh, Christmas list or something like that. Like, you know, everybody's made their shots at these different IG models, and it's not that they wrong for being attractive. It's just, I guess, it's wrong with how you carry yourself when you have that much attention. And Instagram and social media is just high school on the internet. So it's like if we were in real life and she was on campus and she doing what she doing, she'd be a hoe. If we all had classes together and she jumped from that football player to that baseball player, that softball player, soccer player, we would be like, yo, she get around. I don't care if she's sleeping with him or not. That's that's <laughs> like, I, can I get in line? Like, that's almost like a joke. Like, how, how far in line am I? You know? my, my question for y'all is, yeah, why as men, why do we love hoes so much? It's so fucking, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> We have I mean, all felt victim to hoes. It's true. I mean, in the words of Boosie, niggas be talking about this, niggas be talking about that. <laughs> we don't got no juice. Oh <laughs> uh, no. But I I mean, I I hear both sides. I mean, I can see where it looks like she is getting around, you know, and I also hear the other side of she's dating. So how, how many people could she date? Isn't she able to date whoever she wants? She don't got no ring on her finger, you know, so she can date whoever she, she want to date. Now, to the public eye, how fast are you jumping from one person to another? You know, are you, is it like, okay, I'm done with Trey Songs. Two months later, I'm, I'm talking to Future or whatever the case may be. Now, if you... You you went for the daddy, and yeah. then you went for the son. No, the no, son, son first. first. Son first. Oh, whatever the or whatever the order is. Like yeah, if you yeah. do that, then that kind of sort of like. Did I can't say she after the. You can't say she after the money because her daddy, or maybe her daddy don't give her money. But so if you, know, if you know her her mama though, her mama got kids by drug that drug dealing cousins. And not her, to mama, her mama adopted her. her. Mama 
about the Harvey daughter. The niggas with chips. So you think that the um, mama instilled that in the daughter? I, mean, I don't know much about her. I, I don't even know. Wow, what she I didn't know that she wasn't his biological daughter. I thought that no, she he adopted her once they got married. And um, that's to ensure that, I guess, you know, women like that, they'll definitely make sure you adopt the non-biological children so that they get the same benefits as your biological kids. So she want to slide her kids in, make sure she get the same benefits, which she do. See, you're going to make sure she covered so she not, like, out there. But I already knew whatever she had going on with Future was going to end when she brought Future to meet Steve. That was gonna be cut and dry over with. No future. That's pretty much after that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, you already know Steve wasn't going for future. I'm like, her goofy self brought him home. I'm like, you. That was a waste of time. <laughs> he did. The, he but did the old school laugh and everything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, answer your question, uh, Caleb. I mean, it's sometimes you 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 want something like. Alvin said, man, like when you were in high school, you want something that, oh, I don't got to put no work in. Okay, cool. You know, I mean, sometimes you can just be intrigued. Like, why is, like, why, most of the time you just be intrigued. Okay, like, why is all these dudes lining up to to talk to you? It's the same thing with uh, women and, and men. If, if, if I'm somewhere and there's a whole, crowd around you you gonna somebody gonna be like okay why what makes you so special so that's pretty much what it is i like i said i don't even know what i don't even know what the girl look like you know this my first time I, I, even I, hearing I about it that though, because you know it's been plenty of times where it'll be a girl you've been in high school with for 10 years and then as soon as the homie start messing with her you're like oh who that you know what I'm saying? Or vice versa. So it, it's been that, man. Niggas never find interest in a female until they see somebody they know with them. And that, but that's that's on, the note, on the last note with that, with Michael B. Jordan, we got to look at it from their perspective, as in his date or his gesture is grand to us because ain't none of us can sell out, like, you know, Buy the aquarium home. out, yeah. Buy an aquarium, but to him and the money he makes, maybe that's equivalent of going to like Red Lobster. <laughs> so therefore, we're looking at it like, oh my gosh, that's so cute, but it's like pennies to the dollar to him. Well, to so, be honest, I don't, I don't know because I, I haven't heard of him doing that with any of his other girlfriends. Nobody, nobody. Because. Michael B. Jordan also largely dated um, non-black women. So this is a very public black woman that he's dating. And um, there are some people that argue that it might just be a, a publicity thing for both of them. It is. I don't, want, I don't want to say the love is fake, but I mean, he is the most, like he's like Forbes top man of the world. Like he's the most desirable man right now. Right. And then he had a little commercial with for Alexa for the Super Bowl with like he him being like the body of Alexa and all that stuff. It it would only be stupid for him not to go all in right now with the whole world watching because as soon as it's over, if it doesn't work out, he's just leveled up even more because now he gained all that respect back from the sisters that he lost 
when they were like, oh, he a sellout. He won't even give us a chance. You know, da 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 Now they're like, oh, he did that for Lori Harvey. Oh, it's about, it's, that man's smart. I would say that much. But ain't nobody tripping on, uh, ain't nobody tripping on if she's sleeping with him or not because Ray J and Kim Kardashian came out with something and everybody was still, everybody was, at that time, she's still big. She still come mm-hmm. out with something. People are still lining up to get it. So it don't matter if she's sleeping with them or not. People are still going to get behind her because they're famous. So it don't matter. Oh, I don't think that it has to do with fame. For the females, it does. But for men, we just love hoes. Nah. Yeah. Yep. It's sad. It is what it is. But, you know, behind closed door, we don't really tell women this. But behind closed doors, man, we love hoes. That's why they say they want to. A lady in the streets and a freak in the a sheets. Freak in the sheets. Yep. We want hoes. We just don't want the world to know. <laughs> hey, but how did she become so good at it behind closed doors? We don't want to worry about that. We don't. I don't need to know what penis you learned your tricks on. Just as long as the tricks is there when I get there, you know what I'm saying? We good to go. <laughs> And there's no paper trail on it. Yeah, you know I'm saying as long no as I don't go to the no store and the nigga at the store, like, oh, Gina, I ain't seen you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hell nah, how you know him? Like, hell nah, that's the worst. That's the man. worst. Like, niggas, that, People follow the interest, man. You can't go through that. You can't even sleep in the bed, right? You go three, four places and she know three dudes, it's a wrap. You can't sleep with her no more. You're like, man, you might as well end it. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But uh, let's get to, to to this Texas situation, man. So the wind turbines that in, in Texas have frozen, and now it's it's left many people in Texas without power, man. And this is unforeseen. This has never happened. This is unpredictable weather. You know, a lot of conspiracy theories are saying that this was what. Joe Biden was mentioning when he said it was going to be a dark winter, you know, and mm. it's a movie or a conspiracy, uh, conspiracy movie out called Dark Winter that you know kind of foreshadows all this shit. There's always some type of like I use movies for examples, man, because there's always some type of movie or propaganda showing you some shit before it happened, you there's know, and truth to it, like they get yeah. it from somewhere. Uh huh. And then and, and Hurricane Katrina, they already said that they had a harp, which is like weather warfare. And that was in Katrina. What was that? 12, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they said that they used weather warfare for Katrina to flood New Orleans purposely. So now there's conspiracies out saying that this is the same thing that's going on in Texas and that this is all planned. How do y'all feel about this this blackout in Texas? And do y'all believe any of these conspiracies? No. What happened Texas. to the? Yeah, oh. no. I'm sorry, Mystery. I was just gonna say, what happened to the biggest conspiracy ever, what? which was that uh, global warming was going to eventually take over the you know the rest of our livelihoods. Like the polar ice caps were going to melt, majority of the world was going to go underwater and all that. And we've seen some crazy hurricanes and tsunamis and whatnot. We have this whole, I'm just feeling like that's more believable. You know what I mean? Like maybe the weather control thing, if that is something that it may have, but how come the winters have been coming shorter and shorter? For example, here in the Antelope Valley, we had we had snow on the day, uh, Thanksgiving and the day after Christmas. 
And prior to that, we hadn't had snow in like 10, 15, 20 years, something like that. Everything is changing up for a reason, and Texas is just a sign of more negativity to come. Biden knew already, just like every president knows stuff that we don't know, just like Trump was talking about the Space Command. It's all real. It's it, Whatever conspiracy you think it could have came from, I believe is real. I'm sorry. But back to you, Mystery Guy. Cut you off. No, that's along the lines of what I was going to talk about. Um, they definitely have the information because they have scientists at their disposal giving them classified information. And just like Kalen likes to uh, remark about movies, the day after tomorrow, I think it was. Oh, I, forget, I remember that one. I love that movie. It's my favorite movie, but a lot of what they were talking about with the um, melting of the ice caps, there's not going to be flooding. We're not going to be underwater. But it was a statement that the climatologists kept saying, talking about the desalinization point. So that means that, like in the U.S., and the reason why it made me think of it, it made me think of Texas, where everybody in that movie had all types of crazy weather events that they never experienced before. And there, for example, there were like tornadoes in California. There was uh, winter events like tour south. They didn't have much that they were trying to push everybody south, but um, north they were having like something like a, a a new ice age. But instead, it's happening down south where they're they're not used to getting snow. They're not used to the cold. They're not equipped for any of that. And um, of course, the wind turbines are gonna freeze because they're not used to temperatures that low at one point i thought like for my job i do like um virtual facilities management ironically my region is in texas so i've been getting slammed at work um and it's, it's just bad because they're not built for it like when i say even their infrastructure is not built for it like um one of my friends on facebook told me her water heater was outside i'm like why is there a water heater outside? I'm like, it's supposed to be protected from all elements, so it should be inside. Why is it outside? Oh, it never gets cold. I'm like, well, no flash is cold outside. So their water is freezing because their water heaters are outside. Their um, Everything is freezing up on them. Nothing is insulated because nothing was ever actually built for in the event it actually gets cold. Um, the most things they're worried about is um like hell or getting the residual from a hurricane that's all they're worried about um so when it comes to conspiracy theories the only ones i believe are regarding the uh climate change because that's the most um applicable so that's the reason why they're getting these extreme events and these events are getting more and more extreme with every year so that's something I'm watching. Like I'm sitting in Chicago. Yeah, I'm maybe used to sub-zero temperatures. Over the last couple of weeks, we didn't have almost three feet of snow total. Um, but they have like an inch, but they're not built for it. They're not built for sub-zero temperatures. They're not built for that. So everything is a catastrophe and they're not prepared for the electricity. Now, I feel really, really horribly because nobody... This is the worst weather for them not to have power. And people are without power for days, days. And then you have the mayor of Colorado City telling people only the strong survive. How dare you? <laughs> like, people have no power. They have no water. They have no heat. They're freezing. People have children. They have no heating centers because they weren't prepared for this. They have nothing. And then you say something that heartless. So it's all crazy. It's literally like a disaster area, like their version of ground zero right now. 
What you were talking about remind me of the story of the uh, the three little pigs. The first one built his house of, of, of straw, and the wolf came and blew it down. Then the next one built his house of sticks, and the wolf came and blew it down. And then he built his house on bricks, and with a strong infrastructure, you know, and it, it, it couldn't get blew down. So I think that that's uh, 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 just a a uh, uh, something to think about, you know, you got to really build your infrastructure strong because if not, man, anything can come through and, and knock your house down. So what's your thoughts, y'all, man? Let me hear some. Um, I agree with I agree with y'all. I mean, I think they try to play the role of God and they try to mess with the weather. I mean. It'll be sunny right here in California one day, and then you see the airplanes in the air with the little streak of lines through it, and then the next day it's it's cold, it's raining, and your allergies are going crazy. Uh, you know, I, I think they play around with the weather, and when it comes to Texas, I, I've been hearing, like, there was one family where um, they all had to sleep in one room, or she had to sleep with her parents in the room because it's cold. You know, they don't got nothing. Everything's everything's frozen. And what comes to my mind is not necessarily the people that are in the houses and everything. Texas got homeless people, too. So how many body counts are you about to find, you know, of people frozen? Because, you know, some people got houses, but what about the poor people? What about the homeless people? What about the people sleeping in the street? Where are they going? You know, and I I just heard that comment from you said the dude in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Colorado City. That's that's kind of heartless, but at the same time, that's people. Where it's like, well, uh, it's in Texas, it's not in California. So it ain't I I live in the middle of like freaking Santa Ana winds. You know, I feel like I'm in, I'll I be thinking about you. I'll be like, dang, if the winds get strong like this, I can only imagine how the windy city is. I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah. So we get, we get high winds, 20, 30, you know, it gets higher sometimes. And I'm, and they cut our power off, you know, and there was a couple of days that me and my family had to live off of a generator. Because our power is cut off. But it ain't below zero. It was still hard for us, but we figured it out. Them out there, they got generators, but the gas stations are closed. So how are you going to fill up your generator? And the only places that are open that I heard was like if you live by a police station. So if you live by a police station or a hospital, you good because... They ain't closing those down. But other than that, I'm more worried about the homeless people because I, I'm after everything thaws out, how many bodies are about to thaw out that they're going to find? But they're not even going to mention that. I guarantee you. They won't. They're, they're never going to come out with a, a, a figure that says, oh, after all this happened, 15,000 homeless people died. Yes they, yes they are. Yes they are. It's going to be is going to be added to the COVID list. 
<laughs> they're going to somehow. No, you think I'm joking? Somehow, I mean, it makes sense. Spin this. They're going look. They're not going to talk about any of the homeless because the homeless are always the ones that you can say died because of it because they have either they can't find their records, they don't have any identification. You can just slap a stamp on their forehead or, or a, a toe tag and just call it is what it is. So you go to Texas where that's an open state right now anyway, right? All this happens, people who have jobs that, like say for example, like the people who have essential jobs or non-essential jobs but were able to work, they might lose their jobs off of this. And Texas is a big state, or at least the different cities that are affected by all of this. So then you're gonna have people jumping in on unemployment, then you're gonna have to have COVID relief if they try to say that they got sick and they couldn't go to work too. I mean, there's gonna be thousands of deaths and they're all gonna fall on COVID-19. If COVID jumps up, we know why. Exactly. <laughs> said it here first. <laughs> we said it here first. Yes, sir, yes, sir. So let's get up out of here, man. Let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here. Ladies first. <laughs> well, I'll do a shout out slash announcement. Um, y'all remember I'm pregnant, so I found out I'm having a boy, my first boy. Congratulations. Congratulations. So shout yep, out to yep, yep. <laughs> That's tight. That's tight. Hell yeah. Shout out to a new baby shout out to Mr. baby, her new baby boy. Uh shout out to Caleb and Politic and uh, broadcasting company, shout out to Running Wild, shout out to Yajit Kedid at the Dance Hustle, shout out to Brandon Encouragement, shout out to Focus on the Future, shout out to the 661, because we need we need love out here. We got too many haters. I'm going to give you some <laughs> I'm going to give you some wise advice that was given to me when my son was born. <clears throat> when you have a daughter, you have to worry about everybody else's penis. When you have a son, you only have to worry about his. So count it as a blessing. Everybody else's penis. You only have to worry about his. Making sure he is putting his penis in the right place. That's old. That's when he's older. And I didn't get what he was saying. I got two girls now. <laughs> With your girls, you gotta worry about everybody else trying to get their little thing thing going on. With your boy, you just got to worry about him making sure he right, you know, right. make sure he ain't one of those, as uh, Kalen was saying, one of those dudes, you know, looking for the thotty thoughts. Right. <laughs> but congratulations. Shout out to uh, Politicking. Shout out to Brand of Encouragement. Focus on the future. Running wild. Um, nice to see you again. Mighty Lioness. And that's that's about that's about it. Shout out to the uh, Texas. You know, keep fighting, keep surviving, and yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, shout out to him. I don't usually do sh uh, shout outs, you know, but shout out to my nigga Ronnie, man. He his, he had to get off the screen. <laughs> you know, we've been going crazy, man. Like nobody with that nigga Ronnie knows like how hard niggas been going, man. Like. It's a blessing to have partners, you know, like y'all and like Ronnie, man, that, you know, grinds just as hard as you do, you know, to to, to get where we're going, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
for real. I'm, I'm blessed to meet all y'all individuals and, you know, we just getting started. But uh, I don't know what y'all niggas going to do with y'all lives, man, but I'm going to get to it, man. Probably taking the podcast. We out of here. Peace, y'all.